Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm unsure whether I'm more concerned about the coming robot apocalypse or the rage of the many weebs. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, it's a very special time of year. Uh, yes, the, the summer, yay. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Rem, you know damn well I don't give a rat's ass about summer. I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't get a summer vacation. And I know, you know for a fact I am not going outside in that sun. It is <laughs> kryptonite to me. I will die. It's it, It's true, it's true. Uh, what, what, what time of year is it exactly? Well, I mean, obviously I know, but like, could you, could you, as a reminder. Mm, I see. So really, Remington, you're, we claim to be hip and with it, and yet you don't remember what time of year it is? <laughs> God, hip and with it. Well, obviously it is that time of, it's, it's egg time. <laughs> It's that egg time of year, boys and gals. What what are you feeling? You feeling soft boiled, poached, scrambled? We we got them all here at Eggfest. <laughs> Eggfest 2021. It's about time we got to it. It's been far too long. Last year's Eggfest was postponed due to the pandemic, but now we're here and we're ready to celebrate. Uh, we're we're back. We're we're, we are, we're, we're feeling sunny side up. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Egg fest. Uh, so you might, you might imagine that you're wrong there, Remington. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Egg fest is in, it's in the fall. My bad. Is there actually an egg fest, Remington? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, well, okay. One sec. Google break. Um, Stardew Valley has an egg festival. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's the it's the spring event for like their Easter, and you go hunting for eggs. Stardew Valley is a However, great game. there is in fact egg fest. Um, it's put on by Big Green Egg. They say it's the ultimate cooking experience. Um, it started in Atlanta. It's the annual Eggtoberfest. Eggtober. And they, I, which you know, I nailed it saying that it was in fall. And yeah, and it has a lot of spinoffs. There's there are four eight different... All right, so here there's... I, I want you to know that there are seven other egg fests beyond the one in Atlanta, mm -hmm. four of which are in Florida. There are four <laughs> egg fests in Florida. Well, as we all know, Florida is the egg festival capital of the world. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we should probably talk about anime, but I am... I'm very invested in egg, egg fest. Egg fest. Uh... Well, Reming, I feel like people are going to be disappointed, uh, especially our allies, because Remington, it's Pride Month. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sort. Hey, eggs are sort of relevant. All right. Okay, be very careful, Remington. How are no, eggs uh, relevant to Pride? Because uh, an egg, in my limited understanding, it's sort of like 
a person who has yet to like break out of their shell and often realize that uh, that they're trans or something like that. Um, this is some very dangerous ground you're treading, Remington. One sec. Fact check. Fact check uh, on the spot. Yeah, we are we are two straight white men. We cannot we cannot say things without proper. All right. Course. All right. Okay. This is from Queer Undefined. Egg. The period of a trans woman's life when she's unaware, unable to deal with, or hiding the fact that she is a woman. See. Okay. Egg fest, baby. <laughs> It should be noted, though, like, you shouldn't call anybody. You you can call yourself an egg. You cannot call someone else an egg. Yeah. That's not how that works. No, so we just, to all the people who, uh, you know, you know, hey, you know who you are, egg fest. <laughs> you know, who you, you know who you are, egg fest. Maybe you don't know who you are yet. Egg fest when the time comes. It'll make sense later. Retroactive egg fest. <laughs> Retroactive egg fest. Hell yeah, man. Oh, God. So, uh... Contrary to that whole bit, uh, believe it or not, folks, uh, me and Remington are big supporters of the community. Uh, and which, which amazingly, uh, so, some some listeners have gotten very angry at us for, which is totally okay. <laughs> like, if you're angry at us for that, and if you stop listening, that's fine. Yeah, Go sure. On. Yeah, uh, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I I prefer it if you changed your opinion to a more reasonable one. Um, but if you won't, you're free to leave. Yeah, we don't need you around. We'll just have a gay old time over here. Hey. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, Remington, uh, I figured that since it was Pride Month and I needed a good reason to get to this anime, uh, we would do a very special, uh, well, I say special, a very uh, re- heavily requested uh, BL anime. All right. I, I, that's a boy love anime. Hey, you're remembering your terms. Look at me learning. Yep. Boy love, shonen eye, yaoi, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the genre where we got uh, a uh, homosexual relationship between two uh, uh, men that identify as such. And uh, this has been one of our most requested since it aired back in the summer of 2019. Uh, it's a little anime simply titled uh, Given. Given. Yes. Seem, seems a bit too uh, pressuring, Sean. How so, Remington? Um, seem, Seems a lot like someone being like, hey, just... Just give in. Come on, man. No, and that's I don't. No, I'm not so give in. That. Give in, as in G I V E N. Oh, that's like way you better. are given something. Not no Remington. I am not. You can see why I was alarmed, Sean. Well, I would have put a bit more of an emphasis on the wording. I just said given. Yeah. There. Not give in. Give in. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Remington, I would not. I would not make our pride. A month episode about a yaoi anime called Give In. That I, is some maybe, dangerous connotations right maybe there. Maybe you decided to go for something a bit more erotic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you have planned. Some really, really semi-uki shit is what you're saying. Some real proper uh, S&M stuff. Uh, no thanks, Remington. Uh... I'd like to, I usually like to highlight the good ones of these, and we can save uh, the less than good ones for other times. Like when we did Citrus, for example. I think we did that in September, and that was just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that was a trip. All right. Uh, so, so tell me more about uh, Given. Uh, Given is a, a, a little slice of life, uh, high school uh, romantic drama type show. Sean, uh, can I interrupt momentarily? 
I have a feeling I know where this is going. Sure, Rem. What what would you like to say? Regardless of what you're about to tell me about the show, I can't help but feel that it would be improved if instead of given, it was gibbon and was all about uh, all, all about apes, chimpanzees, just adorable little monkeys. I already tried showing you Beast Stars, and you hated that. I want some some wholesome queer monkey love. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't <laughs> Remington. I don't, I don't know if you can say that, Remington. <laughs> side note, side note. Um, if you search Gibbon, um, one of the top results is Edward Gibbon, author of the uh the history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. One of the the seminal works of, of English literature, right? Um, however, the sort of, like, first thing it shows you when you're on Google, uh, and it just does a sort of, like, peek into Wikipedia, it, it just opens as if this is the man's life story. Gibbon is believed to have suffered from an extreme case of scrotal swelling. I... Apparently, Google thinks that the man's scrotal swelling is more important than his, his literary influence. Well, honestly, this, this is a weird episode, John. This is a very uh, strange I'm episode. Let, I'm gonna let you talk for a while now because I have I've taken us off course. <laughs> yes, because you've talking about a man's fucking testicle swelling, which I did not think that's where this episode was going. Honestly, like I mean, there, our episodes always have a chance to go in that kind of direction. I just didn't think that this would be the one. You know, I just want a wholesome queer romance starring a monkey version of Edward Gibbon, author of the history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire, and there's a scene at Eggfest. Is that too much to ask yes. from the anime gods? Yes. Oh, fuck. Way too much to ask because it's a lot for me to fucking even process right now, right? All right, take it away, Sean. Uh, take us take us back on track, preferably, before we lose all of our listeners. Uh, they're already gone. Nobody's going to listen to this, uh, but that's fine. Uh, so, Remington, uh, this uh, story is about uh, our main protagonist, um, uh, Mafuyu Sato. Uh, he is a uh, rather quiet guy and is just kind of minding his own business, uh, having a bit of struggles on the day-to-day, -day, just going to school, uh, and uh, always uh, ha carries uh, his guitar with him. But uh, here's the thing. Uh, one day he's kind of just, you know, taking a nap outside the gymnasium, and uh, he runs into a another student by the name of uh, Ritsuka God, Uenoyama. <laughs> Uen, Uenoyama. It's a bit of a hard one. Uh, Ritsuka is what I'm going to call him until I can remember how to properly pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> cool. And uh, starts scolding him for the horrible state that the guitar is in. Uh, like, the strings are all rusty and uh, about to break. And uh, turns out that... Uh, uh, Mafuyu doesn't actually know much of anything about uh, his guitar, how to play it, how to take care of it, or anything. And so he begs uh, Ritsuka to help him fix it and teach him about the guitar. And yeah. uh, he witnesses a bit of a jam session between uh, him and his bandmates and is suddenly inspired to actually learn about this instrument he values so much and how to play it and actually, you know, become a proper musician. And it's a story about uh, the relationships that develop between these band members uh, and the potential drama behind everything. So, yeah. All right. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, no, it's not a super complex premise. 
it's just got a very straightforward thing. We got a kid with a guitar who doesn't know anything about the guitar, and another person who does know quite a bit, and one wants to learn from the other. And then they learn to rock, if you know what I mean. Yes, they do. Or do they? Question mark? I guess. I mean, we'll but have... they definitely do. I mean, it's... I wouldn't. I wouldn't show you something like free for Pride Month, Remington. Let's, oh God. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> like it's not mere bait. Yeah, exactly. Like I want a Yuri on Ice, not a free, is what I'm going for here. <laughs> yes, yes. Because Yuri on there Ice a... was very good. It was probably the last really successful BL anime that we've covered. Uh, I don't think we've covered too many since then, honestly. In fact, I think that might. Well, and I think I, I think far too many shows that are in like the BL genre, uh, and and just more broadly as well, they focus more on fetishizing it than just focusing on like the human element yeah it's more like oh yeah isn't that oh yeah and and like it's making the fujoshi out there very happy and it's like you can have some of that but that should not be the overwhelming majority because it's you should just have like standard representation you know like Mm -hmm. as people as humans (laughs) yeah more than just a fetish yep and uh, that's what this show kind of aims to do when i first started watching it i actually had no idea it was gonna develop into a bl anime until i saw like the character interactions uh which is how it probably should be honestly uh it just kind of starts out as a very quiet little uh drama with this guy who clearly has an emotional connection to an instrument he knows nothing about and why that is and how that affects him in the day-to-day life is uh something that we're going to explore in the show and hopefully uh remington you find that it is a uh a good representation of not only uh the uh lgbtq community but also just a good story in and of itself well fingers crossed yeah because if you don't remington uh those same lovely fujoshi that i talked about uh might come after us because i'll be honest remington there ever since we did our yuri on ice episode uh we have been getting constant recommendations for this anime and one other anime oh and i essentially did a coin flip as to which one we would do today and fascinating yep and this is the one we landed on so i figured a this would be a good uh good testing the waters type of thing and maybe in the future we'll delve into less quality uh stuff just to make things interesting uh but honestly i'm hoping that this goes as well as everybody wants because if it doesn't uh it's all remington's fault (laughs) (laughs) so with that remington i think let's get into it let's go watch some given previously scrotal swelling up next it's possible to have a wholesome Maroge. I've read a few myself. Oh, uh, of course you have. I'll take you in the right position. Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of the hit 2019 anime, Given. And Remington, I don't think this goes without saying, but I chose a very popular Shonen Ai anime for us to cover. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping things go a little bit better in the second half than they did in the first half, you know? Because, I mean, I, I feel like our first half was a bit of a, uh, it was a bit of an experience. Well, Remington. Sean, continuing on to Eggfest, uh... Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I will say, uh, you know what? I, I think second half will go better because I, I just have to say, uh, given it is a, a lovely little romance anime uh very charming nicely animated uh the the characters are are pretty uh pretty enjoyable the relationships and dynamics 
are charming, and overall, just a pleasant show. Yeah, there's a lot to enjoy. Is what I would be saying voice. if it was oh, actually no. true. No, 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 Ram, no. No, 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 you did this last week. Don't do it two weeks in a row. Unfortunately, it is all true, so I can say that. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I've killed him. I've killed the man. God, you can't do that shit, Rem. Au contraire, I think you will find that I just did. I mean, you can physically do it, but that doesn't mean it's morally acceptable. Fucking hell, you did... It's not just me you gotta worry about giving a heart attack. Think of all of the fan... Girls and fanboys of this show. Like, they just had a major heart attack... Closed the episode and wrote us a scathing review. Like, you can't do that shit. Uh, and yet it won't stop me. I will not be deterred. Uh, but nonetheless, it is a, a pleasant show. Overall, good show. That being said, it's not a perfect show. Don't you worry, folks. I, I will still have a, a handful of opinions that will get people quite mad. All right. Namely... Uh I'm not going to spoil who, but one character is pretty mediocre at best. Mm, I think... We'll see who I'm talking about soon enough. Uh, I feel like there's only one option, so... I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that much of a mystery for folks, but... <laughs> uh, all right then, Rem, let's dive into it. You only had four episodes to get through this. It's only an 11-episode uh, anime with a movie, so let's just see how... Uh, how it holds up in the very beginning. All right. Well, uh, we we start off with uh, Sato. 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 Sato or Sato? Mafuyu, whichever you prefer. Definitely Sato because that's the one I wrote down because it's simpler. Um, so Sato, uh, he he's getting ready and and leaving to to go to school or some such. Um, which is where we we in this first scene we meet the most important character, uh, which is Sato's fluffy dog. He has a fluffy dog, and it's so precious and pure. Oh my god, I love it. I I better not tell you what happens to the dog in episode five. Listen here, you son of a bitch. If anything <laughs> happens to this fluffy dog, then I want it to be known that this is the single worst show. Uh, because that dog, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, I'm joking, Rome. Nothing bad happens to the dog in episode five. I adore the dog, uh, and the show does too. Like, the dog, it doesn't show up often because it's just not relevant for it to ever show up, but they try to cram it in wherever possible, and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we, we meet the dog, which is great. I guess we also meet Sato. <laughs> um, there's some, like, vague, nightmarish type things happening with Sato. Um... And he's, he ends up sleeping on the stairs at school uh, where he gets found by, uh, I only wrote the first half of his name, Ueno. Oh, uh, yeah. Ritsuka is probably the easiest way to Ritsuka. get away with that. All right. I don't have that written down anywhere, so we'll see what happens. Uh <laughs> yeah, Uenoyama or Ritsuka. They mostly say Uenoyama. Uh, yep. They say Ritsuka like a handful of times. Yeah, no, I, like, I, yeah, I, I struggle with, I struggled with the, his surname in the first half of the episode. I'll probably so. just say Ueno and, uh, deal with it. <laughs> oh, dear. It just, I'm just calling Robert Rob, all right? That's all I'm doing here. <laughs> That's all. Uh, oh, God. I, exactly I, I don't know the whole, same. I don't know a whole lot. 
Remington, by that logic, Richard and Dick are the same name. Identical. Uh, Identical. So, so, uh, Ueno, who is, uh, a bit of, bit of an edgelord, very, very talented, uh, but a little bit isolated, um, wears all black usually, uh, seems to have a healthy social life. However, th that's relatively meaningless. By that I mean, there's a handful of times that people at the school, fellow students, interact with Ueno as if like, hey, we're obviously friends and have been for a while. Um, but they don't matter. And so I, they, they feel like they're supposed to, but they don't. So who knows? Um, Sato, he is real, real sad because his string on his guitar that he doesn't know how to play broke. Um, so Ueno helps out. Um, then Ueno strums the guitar, makes sure that it's, it's good. And Sato just jizzes in his pants. He's like, holy shit. I, <laughs> I mean, a good guitar riff does work magic. <laughs> and then they have, um, a line that's supposed to be cute but he's sort of cringe, if I'm being honest. And Ueno- oh, What line could that be, Rem? Ueno is like, like very shortly after, he sees the effect that it has on Sato, and he's like, I had no idea. I was also strumming his heartstrings. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, all right, swing and a miss on that one. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Uh, what's interesting... You know, you like... Rem, the first time I saw you, you really strummed on my heartstrings, so... <laughs> well, what, what's interesting is this show, it usually has pretty good dialogue, right? Um, but there's a few moments that feel too manufactured, and they all fall too, flat. A little too melodramatic J-drama style stuff. Yeah, I, I'll say from the get-go, this show, it doesn't do drama and intrigue well so far... And thankfully, those have been minor elements. Unfortunately, they've still been too significant. Uh, but non nonetheless, uh, we meet Ueno's sister. Um, some more generic exposition about, like, guitar stuff and history. Uh, Sato follows Ueno to band practice. Um, they, they have band practice. And it's like, hey, this is Sato. Cool. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, during this stalker scene, the music really helped it out from being not creepy and weird. Oh no, the soundtrack for this whole anime is really, really solid. Interestingly, you'd expect it to be like a rocking soundtrack because like they play a lot of rock. No, not really no, at it, all. It's very it's, slice of life. Very, yeah, very slice of life. It's a very soft-spoken uh, kind of mellow soundtrack throughout most of it. Which I think genuinely works. Uh, I think it helps with the mood significantly. Um, that's basically like episode one. Episode one, it doesn't have like too much craziness at all. Um, Sato, Sato joins practice and is like, oh my God, this is so fucking cool. And that's it. Uh, episode yeah. two, uh, Sato has been trying to get Ueno to teach him guitar because he doesn't know anything. In fact, he hardly knows what a guitar is. Um, <laughs> so it's the one you hit with the stick, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's, you may have noticed that in all of episode one, I I introduced Ueno, but I didn't really talk about Sato, which is weird because he's like the second half of this of this love partnership. Um, that's because Sato is not great. He has good moments, right? Um, cute little clueless boy moments. Um, but I think they take it too far where Sato is 
basically a a, a quiet five-year-old, which is like cute, but I don't know how sustainable it is for a main character. And they try to add depth in episode three. We'll get to that. Uh-oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, Sato, I don't think they're a bad character, but they are very mediocre. And I think it's because they lean too hard into the clueless bit. Like genuinely, how does he not know anything about anything at all? Ever? Uh, I think the go-to answer for that is trauma, but uh, that's not the answer I would give. <laughs> I am unsure of, of trauma making you unable to know what a uh, guitar is or uh, being so amazed that there's not just one kind of guitar ever or like I mean to be fair that that fair. like rock music exists like he has no idea what even like mu- he he's clueless about music yeah uh, to be fair rem i didn't know there were multiple types of guitar until i was you know in like uh, junior high or high school so and uh, think but... how sheltered you are sean <laughs> The fact that you learned sooner, as sheltered as you are, shows that something is wrong with this character. Uh, but you, you, I don't like how this has been turned on. <laughs> I don't like. I don't, the, the, this is this is going in a direction I wasn't thinking about. Uh, let's go back to the anime room. <laughs> you, you, you brought it up, so I figure uh, I'll, I'll address it now. Uh, the way they add depth is through uh, alluding to tragic backstory trauma, right? Um, and um, I've said this before: tragic backstory doesn't equal depth. That's not how that works. You can't have a flat character who is like, oh yeah, my parents were murdered in front of me and be like, wow, what a fleshed out character. That's, no, nope, still still a flat character. Just now one with a tragic backstory. Uh, I feel like you have some issues with that, man. <laughs> it, it just feels like a lazy way to pretend that a character is complicated uh, because Sato thus far not at all complicated. He may grow complicated, but that is him expressly changing and not being the character he is now. It's not him showing who he is. It is changing who he is. Because in these first four episodes, no, they, it, there's not much characterization there. I think that there's some cute moments that Sato is responsible for uh, with all of his oblivious glory. However, uh, they just took it too far, and they that ruined a lot of possible depth uh, at this stage, which is unfortunate. Once again, not a bad character. It's still charming, still lovely and charming. It is just easily the weakest character of the main cast uh, by far. Con- con- considering he's, you know, one half of the main the main two. Yeah, days, like uh... he, I, I would say the main characters. We'll, we'll we'll round them out now. So you have the band, right? So yep. that has Ueno. Uh, Sato has, uh, by episode four, he, he joins the plot. Oh, spoilers. Uh, then <laughs> the, the two other bandmates, there is uh, Kaji, who is, uh, f- fun fact, it, it's Ueno's sister's ex-boyfriend. And he he's the bad boy, right? He has piercings, uh, but he's really just like chill. He rides a motorcycle or something. Um, and then you also have um, uh, Haruki? Harky? Yep. All right, so Harky, uh, who, uh, a little bit older, he's in grad school, he has longer hair, he's he's a little bit more sensitive, right? Um, has a, a super obvious crush on Kaji. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, like, th- thus far, that's the only explicit romance uh, that that's open. Like, obviously, the Sato Ueno 
romance is there, but mm-hmm. but it, it's it's there in the stage where it's like, oh, but is it yet? And like, obviously yes, but you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, I'm I'm much happier that they decided not to make it as blatantly obvious. Yeah, uh, I think right now the pacing is is working. It's fine. Yeah, no, because like a lot of times people will be like, uh, meet cute and ah, this is where this is going. But uh, when I first uh, watched this show initially, I didn't read a synopsis or anything or a genre or anything. Because guess what? Uh, Hold I up, Sean, Sean, are guys. you telling me that you saw the guitar strum scene? You saw Sato no, get no, a no, half no, no, chub. No, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold. I said going into the anime. Okay, okay, okay. I did not know what to expect except right. for that it was music related. Soon as it got to that point, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's where this is going. Okay, cool. And Just I was pleasantly sure. surprised. <laughs> I was pleasantly sure. surprised is what I'm trying to say. The line was awful, but the fact that they were going, they were going in that direction when I wasn't expecting it uh, helped out quite a bit, I feel. <laughs> yeah, but um, so th- those are the bandmates, both of them. They have a really good dynamic together. It's very chill. Um, obviously, one is super into the other, but they just also have a good bond. Really good chemistry with like all of the bandmates. Uh, all, all of them care for each other while maintaining their own personalities. It's real. It's a real positive environment. Uh, you have. Oeno's sister, who cares about Oeno, uh, even if she's a bit bossy. Um, the, the, mm-hmm. who's, she's only, like, partially main cast. Uh, and then, I guess you also have Kasai? I wrote down her name, because I was like, what? Um, she gets, she doesn't get introduced in episode four, but in episode four, they pretend like she's been important all along. And that's a weird shift. It feels, here's what it feels like, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels like on every episode I was missing like a secret panel of Kasai, <laughs> of Kasai being there and relevant and doing things, right? Um, and, and then in episode four, it's like, oh yeah, so now you guys know Kasai, right? Yeah, she's into Oeno and, and she's just part of, part of the friend group. And it's like, what? Pardon? Who? Uh, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> and and weirdly, she's gonna get a little bit more relevant by the looks of it. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, which I don't. <laughs> they really botched it with her. They they <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> like at the beginning of episode four, I was like, oh, is why are they pretending she's important? And then by the end, I was like, oh, because they're suddenly making her important. It's weird, dude. It's really weird. Uh, there's also, I should mention, there's, Oeno has one other, like, close friend who he's constantly talking to, who I do not think he has a name yet. Uh, <laughs> his purpose thus far has been to be like, oh, hey, Oeno, Sato is here to see you. And that's, uh-huh. that's it. I'm the middleman. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> the show, it doesn't have consistent quality. I enjoy it, but it's not consistent. Uh, so, a- episode two. Uh, they, they tell Sato he needs to get a job if he wants to, like, play music for all the gear and whatnot. Um, they, they talk about music and guitar stuff all together. Um, at one point, Sato is like, oh, I can sing. Do you want to see me sing? (laughs) And so he just starts, la, 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 la. And Ueno was like, now, now it's his moment to be like, oh, fuck. Oh, popped a boner right then and there. Oh, um, man, music's powerful. And Sato is supposed to be this like borderline angelic singer, <laughs> but it's—I don't know. It, it's it's fine. 
They make way bigger deal about it than they should. Like, I don't fully understand it. Um, and the second I, time... To be fair, mate, you're not a music critic, mate, for, and neither am I. So for all we know, it could be some really good singing. It's just some fine la-la-la-la. <laughs> like, okay, sure, fine. Uh, it's not bad, but it, it, it's like it's like in anime so often, you'll be like, oh, wow, that girl is the prettiest in the school. And she looks like nearly identical to every other anime girl in the anime. And so it's like, oh, okay. If you say so. It, I, I just feel like they, they made a way bigger deal out of it than it was justified. Nonetheless, uh, Ueno, that's when he falls in love. He's fucking into it now. Uh, episode three, we get vague exposition about Sato losing somebody close to him. And he has their guitar now. And it, man, he it just hurt him so much or something. I don't know. Tragic backstory doesn't equal depth. Especially, like, you can't pretend... Like, hey, I know this character seems flat, but what if we just casually allude that there's something more? Uh, Kay? So you're saying uh, a a tragic backstory is the sports bra of character development? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. It it just <laughs> you know it it it's it it's just not great. Uh, I I I think it's overused uh, and not utilized well. Um, Haruki is getting jealous of Haji giving, uh, motorcycle rides to a girl. Uh, I can't remember. Was that, was he giving a motorcycle ride specifically to Ueno's sister? Who knows? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, point is, girls are into Kaji, so is Haruki. I mean, to be fair, who wouldn't be? Uh, it's, it's just so damn true. <laughs> he's just so, he's just oh. one of those bad boys. Which reminds me, Sean. Yes. I've decided you, me, and Dylan could yes. all be summarized as combinations of, of two of the band members. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dylan, that's an obvious one. Our our lovely edgy editor. He is yep. he's the two edgy boys. He's Ueno and Kaji. Uh yep. easy. Very easy. Um for me, I think that I'm the two older boys. Uh Kaji and Harky. Um yep. and I think you are Harky and Sato. Oh come on! <laughs> hey! Harky's real good, Sean. Yep. <laughs> Ram, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, here's this combination, this combination. These are both really good. Uh, uh, here's this really, really nice, uh, you know, a really nice main dish right here for you. And then here is just a bowl of sewage as your appetizer. You can't do that whoa, shit whoa. to me, Ram. You're go going so far as to call Sato sewage, Sean. You're, you're making some strong claims. I didn't even go that far. The point is there's a disparaging difference there. <laughs> Uh, no, no, to, to continue uh, about the show, um, they, this episode, like, Sato declines to join the band for a while, he, he'll eventually accept, um, the reasons, uh, a part of the, they, they sort of make a big deal, well, why isn't he joining the band, right? Maybe you should ask him. Um, I might be wrong, I don't think they cover it, like, at all. I mean... Because it, it gets interrupted, it gets interrupted by Sato, uh, like, a, a person from his past showing up and being like, oh, hey, Sato, is that you? And then Sato runs off. And then just Sato is like, hey, I'll join the band. It's like, oh, yep. so why why did you refuse all this time? Uh, I mean, they do go into it a little bit later on, but it, it's it's just not one of those immediate payoffs uh, is the thing. All right. It, yeah, it, it's more it, it's more exploring the trauma it, to get it, the... Uh... Well, or here's the thing. In this episode, they try to explore the trauma. I think they do poorly at that. 
Um, they also try to explore why he doesn't, why he wouldn't join. They do poorly at that. For an episode that was about both of those things, it seemed to just do neither of them. Yeah. And so, once again, I, I want to remind everyone before they get super angry, I enjoyed the show. Uh, I they're just already, think... They're all ri- ready writing the emails. The, the, dr- <laughs> the drama doesn't work in the show. Uh, when they're doing... The, the show's writers are really good at capturing, like, slice of life, interpersonal dynamics, right? Like, when they're just hanging out in the diner and just talking about their musical preferences... I, that was a great scene. It wasn't pushing forward any plot or anything. It was just building characters and relationships and everyone just hanging out. And it felt real and fun and enjoyable uh, and, and relaxed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when they're like, oh, but my tragic backstory. Oh, God, I, I must run. I've always struggled to express myself. No, you made me feel things for the first time with your singing. Like, that. that's not working for me. Um, <laughs> you... You have something, like, something unique with the slice-of-life elements, right? Something unique and fun and enjoyable. Uh, and then you have something not at all unique in the drama. You have the, like, same old bullshit. Uh, so, in my opinion, give me more of, like, the, the cute little romance, interpersonal relationships, uh, and, and just subtle humanity moments. Those are all mm-hmm. great! But the drama, ooh... It's so much worse. <laughs> like, if this show was uh, just drama, it would not be a good show. It would be solidly bad. Uh, <laughs> it is saved from that through the quite good slice of life romance. Oh, God. Those emails are going to be very pissed at you, Remington. They're going to be so pissed. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I strum too hard on your heartstrings? Some of the dialogue is shit, y'all. And it's the dramatic <laughs> dialogue. It's never it's never like the casual dialogue. Like when he's explaining, uh, like he's explaining, uh, let, let's see, where is it? Where is it? I need to skim all of my notes. Uh, looking for effect pedals, right? And, and Ueno is explaining effect pedals to, to Sato. And he's like, yeah, so you can get a sound like brom or a sound like brom and and like silly shit like that. Those are nice little touches. They're silly. They're cute. I like it. Don't fuck it up with some corny ass like dollar romance novel bullshit. Man, like the hole you've dug yourself is surprisingly deep. Like you, you've set up a lovely garden. Like it's it's so much praise and love and appreciation. But there's just this big hole in the middle that you just keep you just keep going deeper and deeper into. And I think the hole is a very important part of the garden. You know, it's like a centerpiece. But other people are just gonna be like, why is that hole so deep? Because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, episode four. There's like some practice stuff. Um. The, the only thing that matters in episode four is, like, the very end, uh, at least plot-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. they go, they buy an effect pedal, uh, go shopping, cute, cute stuff there, um, nice dynamics. Um, and then Kasai, who, like, we genuinely were, like, introduced to her this episode properly. For, she was yep. introduced in episode, like, one or two, but she wasn't given a name. Um, now she was given a name and a backstory that we were not privy to. It's some, like, cut C-plot. Uh, but uh, Kasai is hanging out with... Uh, if, if I recall, this is, like, one of Sato's new co-workers because Sato found a job or something. It's a character we yep. saw once before again. Um, which, you know, cool. Have different side characters interact. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. But 
they're talking about Sato and Ueno because Kasai is very jealous of them because she has a very strong crush on Ueno that we've learned this episode. Um, it, it's lasted for a while, apparently, uh, but it's existed this episode. And so they're chatting about it. And then uh, the friend who's with Kasai is like, oh yeah, I went to middle school with Sato. And you know, there were some rumors and it's implied they were, they were rumors about Sato being gay. And it's like, they imply this is like this crazy, dramatic, like, oh, rumors. And it seems to be that they might be rumors about Sato being gay. You don't say. <laughs> oh my, this will completely change my viewing experience. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> this changes everything. I never would have guessed. Like, what, what's the genre of this show, man? Hi. And then once again, they make it so overdramatic. Why? Why? Just cut out all of the drama and just give a pleasant little slice of life. There can be some tension, right? There can be some disagreements. Sure. But there's tension in relationships. But why does it have to like right now the drama? It's as if it was from different writers. It's as if you had two writing teams and some of them were like, oh, I want this to be super chill, super wholesome slice of life romance. And the other one was like, ah, uh, yes, an intense romance of the gods themselves. Uh, and <laughs> one team is much better at writing than the other in this dichotomy. It, it's just a little bit of a mess, Sean. Um, once again, it's still, it gets saved by its good qualities, but it's, it, there's still some not great qualities. Yeah, for some perspective, the original manga was written in 2013, so you have a good idea of the time frame of the writing style for Jose manga about that time. The dark times. <laughs> oh, God. That, that, is, that is amazing. Uh, or, uh, but... to summarize all of my thoughts, Hey, baby, 8Fest 2021! Oh, God. God hey, Yugs, really we're, we're celebrating 8Fest, Yugs! Oh, Christ. Happy Pride Month, Yugs! We're celebrating Eggfest! Uh, my Christ. Yu-Gi-Oh! would have been a very different anime if they explored the relationship between Yugi and Joey, I feel like. I feel like that would have been a much different show. <laughs> uh, would it have been better or worse? I honestly don't know. Oh, I'll have man. to read some fan fiction to find out. Oh, God. Uh, but uh, then I suppose, Remington, I have to ask this. Uh... Any guesses on what the mal score for this show is? Um, it strikes a lot of boxes, and it's gonna be over eight, especially with like the vibe you've given me and what you've told me. Over eight, easy. Okay. Uh, anything more specific than that? Um, yes, Sean. I am definitely not using uh, a random number generator between one and one hundred right now. Remington, you couldn't just pull a random number out of your ass. You actually I, had to pull I up a generator. It is 8.27. The fact that it got you close is the most surprising thing. That's how it works, baby. <laughs> I mean, I asked the question to gauge your thought process into the psyche of the average, you know, anime critic and weeb out if there. If anything, but, I, I think know, the D100, it read my mind because I, I would have gone somewhere close to that. Then why didn't you? Then why didn't you? Why did you go through the effort of pulling up a D100? Uh, I thought it was would be funny, and it was for me. Oh, God. That is the summary of this whole podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I, I thought it would be funny for me. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Well, Ram, uh, surprisingly, you and the D100 are very close. Uh, this show with about 176,000 users, so a decent amount, but not as many as you would hope, uh, put this show at a solid 8.34. Yeah, I would once again say that is a bit high. I enjoy the show, but uh, it's, its downsides is bring it down. Then where would you put it? I would probably give it... Somewhere between like a six to six point five. Oh, that's where we're gonna get. Hey, that's pretty good considering, <laughs> like, with, with the things like, imagine how good it would be if there wasn't the overdramatic bullshit. It could be like a yeah. seven point five without all that. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. I mean, I think I gave it a seven on my account. So <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker, this <laughs> son of a bitch, <laughs> throwing me down the river. Oh yes, be furious at Remington, by the way. Uh. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Maybe the movie would change my perspective. I, I can appreciate yeah. that, like, I, I, the pacing was good, and you told me that, like, uh, 11 episodes, I think you said, plus a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, anime that have been in that range have usually been better paced, uh, and I maintain that. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll come back to this one, and we'll, ha we'll just do it all in one go. Uh, the remaining... <laughs> The remaining, you know, uh, seven episodes and the movie all at once. How'd you like that, Rem? Uh, boy, oh boy. Not too much melodrama all at once for you? It it would, uh, it'd be a little bit much. Fair enough. And I suppose I shall ask one final question of you, Remington. Any chance you'd like to sit down and watch some more Given with me? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. 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 Why not? Well, that was... Very lukewarm, but I appreciate I mean, yeah. it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not, like, passionate about it, but, like, sure, I'll watch a little bit more. Fair enough, Rem. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our stupid, insane tangents into the uh, cultural festivals of America, then please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It does us a world of help more than you could possibly imagine, and we do read every single one, even the bad ones. Uh, <laughs> because sometimes the bad ones are funny. But do not leave a bad one be to be funny. Leave a bad one if you think we're awful. Uh, that, that should go without saying, but some people are real memesters out there. Uh, and if you'd like to support us uh, more directly, we also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where we do multiple streams throughout the week, including a Thursday... Uh, can, can I just say, Sean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yes. interrupt briefly. I, I like it that we're, we're still in the stage of you figuring out the rhythm of also mentioning the Twitch channel. Yeah, no, it's such a... It's such a... Like, you do one th thing one way for like a year and a half, and you're like, yeah, this is this is the way to go. And then, yeah, it's like, ah, but here's another thing in the house cleaning section uh, that you have to be very clever and eloquent about. Uh, Long story short, Twitch channel, uh, Thursdays and Saturdays all the time for the rankings and, and Pokemon races, uh, and then other miscellaneous sometimes. Yep, uh, lots of variety contents, not just anime, but definitely a lot of anime. So come, come and hang out with us. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, as well as gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, you can head on over to animeoutofcontext... Uh, wait, no, I did that backwards. You can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, uh, where you can gain access to all that content, as well as have the opportunity to have Rem horribly mispronounce your name. Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, I would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. It uh, should be noted also, we hit uh, 150 patrons, so uh, so Sean's going to set up a poll for all of our existing patrons, uh, which is exciting. Uh, but next we move on. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> next we move on to the Andre Waifus, 
who are uh, truly strumming our heartstrings with their blades. And on that list, we have Walk Me Home Gently, Yuliana, Try to Collab with the Podcast, Are We There Yet? Trenton Towers, Totally God, The World Shall Know Propane, Sorry Mother, Snap Snips, Scissorum, Silent Secondary, Sean Arigay Week 7, Rookie Night Loses to Hypnosis, Warning, Immoral, Oh Yes, Because the Others Were Just uh, uh, An Emblem of, of Ethical Purity, Scooby I mean, Loopy it is possible to have a it's possible to have a wholesome Arogay. Mm. I've read a few myself. Oh, uh, of course you have. But... Not that one. Moving on. <laughs> Scoopy loopy boopy doopy hoopy goopy oopy. Sarah Birch. Sammy Pritchard. Salty Pretzel. Sequoia Fay. Reverse Kismo Kismo. Remington Connoisseur of Anime Titties. Remington Merrill. Rem, you better respect Banana Fish. If it's anything like Banana Cat, then I will. Rem, you failed the name pronunciation. Like Rem, you failed the name <laughs> pronunciation test. I always do. Redneck Weeb. Ready to be isekai'd. Rabbit Valor. No, I can't possibly say this name on the podcast. I'd rather watch every episode of High School DxD than read this name. Maybe I'll go outside today. Another funny jokes to tell your FBI agent. Matthew, my brother, unironically <laughs> likes SAO drum. Matt, I swear that's not my Joey Wheeler Dokimakura G. Uh, make Sean read the next one. It's Maka Chop 92. Once again, Maka Chop 92. Mahu no Pug Tears. Luke Offenberger. Lonely Geek 23. Just Quill. Juan Haritos. Jax. Jack of Spades. I'm Die Thank You Forever. Ichigo Simp 015. <laughs> Is that a fucking VTuber? Uh. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. Hey guys, did you know that in terms of male, human, and female Pokemon breeding, Vaporeon is the most compatible for human, and I'm glad it cuts off there. Oh god. Hey daddy, did you hear oh, no. about I, I think Yeah, I, I, think I know, I know. We've yeah, we've had okay. it before. Hey daddy, did you hear about Rem? <laughs> He's so poggers. Somehow worse than the previous one. Hanakawa, Gah, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ghostly Bishi, I need more Joey Wheeler in my life. Fuck of Love Foxin' Boy. Farmer Weave wants in Joey Wheeler. Hey, Yugs, when life hoochas you, you go again. Eternal Furry King, Eric P, Dark with Light, Dark Swarm 713, Danny Morbido, Corey Des 69, uh, Chai, or Shy, 900, Christian Crawford, Cheese Walrus, Baby Bun, Ariel Bird, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Anime Duck, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alexander Nassian Senyo, Albert Avila, M Wolf, oh wait, no, yeah. Albert Avila, thank all of you guys. You all are fantastic. Moving on, we reach Hogwarts, the boy wizard tier, where we're going to be doing something similar to, to last week, but a little bit different. Um, we're shaking it up the other way around. So, Wolf, you get the lovely story of uh, of Harry Dotter. Um, <laughs> that, that is the story of, of a magical Sasquatch girl who's, who's trying to find herself. Uh, mm -hmm. Richard mm -hmm. Whittington, you get, uh, Harry Saltwater, uh, which is all about a, a magical, uh, mermaid, uh, in Atlantis. Are, th are there unmagical mermaids? Uh, uh, yeah, they don't go to fucking wizard school, Sean. It's like you haven't even read Harry Saltwater. Uh, Rare Country <laughs> Roads is the best Ghibli movie, Fight Me, Kumiko. You are going to get Harry. And the Hendersons. <laughs> Listen here, fucker. You're gonna get Harry Otter. Uh, it's it's uh, it's just a, a lovely otter. Um, he's he's big and fluffy, and everyone loves him. Pilkster, the Simpho Gear Advocate. You get Harry Blotter, who wants to blot out the very sun uh, and end oh, life Jesus. as we know it. I mean, you could have gone for like ink blots or like that. I art, the art style. These are just but... these are just the story, Sean. I can't control them. Mt uh, the poet. You get Harry Spotter, which is a story about uh, one magical friend helping his other get swole as fuck. Uh, Miguel Delion, 
you are getting uh why 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 are all the all like vast majority of the rhymes for Potter are just water. Uh Miguel <laughs> Delion, you get Harry Slaughter, um, which is talking about uh the the Wizarding World's involvement in uh in the Holocaust. Real fucked up. Jesus Christ! No! <laughs> I don't think we can use that. I didn't think they could, but there we are. Uh, Kirigiri is best girl in Remington needs to know this. You get, uh, Harry Alma Mater, which is what, what happens when a, a wizard goes back to teach at their old school, but so much has changed. Uh, Kazu Morocco, you are getting, uh, Harry Globetrotter, which is using magic to perform wildly impressive basketball tricks. I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You get Harry Plotter, where, uh, a young wizard is trying to take over the the crown uh and there's incest and dragons uh i call bone drew dra i call bone drew daddy you are going to get uh harry not her where a, a bunch of magical twins twin girls all get mixed up but only one of them is your sister don't bang that one um <laughs> We've covered that anime. We've covered no, but it's that magical. Anime. It's magical. Hinata and that one wasn't. Hinata it was a magical disaster is what it was. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get Harry Swatter. Um, it's it's four hours of uh of a wizard just trying to chill down uh on his front porch, but uh pesky mosquito keeps bothering him and he keeps trying to swat it away. Um, and it's just four hours of that nonstop. Enrique Perez Torres, you are going to get Harry Father. Uh, which it, it is the sequel to Harry Daughter, where, um, she, she finds her family sure. again, but she still- Surely it should be the prequel. No, no, because she finds her family, right? And she, and, and she, like, feels connected back to her roots, but she also doesn't want to lose her independence, you know? Uh, re really touching stuff. Uh, and last mm. but not least, dedicated sadist, you get Harry come hell or high water. Um, which- <laughs> is just the story of of a wizard who's really dedicated to menial bullshit uh and will not give up even though they probably should uh which is not a metaphor for anything next we move on to our final tier we Yikes. have reached cory in the house chef no musco tier and uh this time everybody is going to get a combination of of two iconic bands. Uh, so, uh, we start with Zachary Shirley's open all eight inner gates and seven heavenly breaths unless there's a revisit to IQ. Uh, and Shirley, you are getting The Beatles and... Wow, dropping that early, huh? I am. The Beatles and, uh, we'll, we'll say... We'll, we'll go a boy band. We'll get weird with it. The Beatles and Insync. I mean, you could have you could have gone with the easy Rolling Stones one, but, you know... No, no, fine. Uncreative Cretan is the one getting the Rolling Stones. Namely, oh, I see. Uncreative Cretan, you're getting the Rolling Stones mixed with the Beach Boys. Oh, so that's the kind of thing we're doing here. <laughs> it, it, it's a unique dynamic. Uh, Silk Inspector, you're getting Led Zeppelin. Uh, and, okay. and we're going to mix Led Zeppelin with um, you two. <laughs> that, that's a strange one. Uh, <laughs> like, like, those are the opposite ends of the prog rock spectrum, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It's perfect. And finally... I mean, I like both bands, but I don't know if I'd like them together. <laughs> finally, we have my dear old mom, who is going to get the combination 
of Nirvana. Okay. Mixed and Foo Fighters. <laughs> mixed with uh, how, how many members do you need to make it a band? Uh, three, I think. All right, that I I will move on from that one and choose a different one then for that one. I mean, had two. I, like if you could call Simon and Garfunkel a band, sure. Well, it's it's crazy it's, that you mention it because Nirvana mixed with Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, here we are. <laughs> And there we are. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And if you... Wait. Fuck, I'm exhausted. Uh, Thank you guys so much. And yes, as once always... Again, they... That's right. Uh, the outro. Fuck, I'm circling the train. Dylan, I'm sorry in advance. Uh, and once again, guys, thank you so much. We love you very much. And please, don't fuck your sister. Finally, we have my dear old mom, who is going to get hairy scrotal swelling. Gotta make okay. sure that my mic is in the right position. Yeah, that's basically I'll, the right position. I'll take you in the right position. Hey, oh, he's talking about fucking <laughs> subtlety. <laughs> I'm glad that's not gonna be in the episode. I want some some wholesome, queer, sexy daddy. Joe Rogan. Harry scrotal swelling. <laughs>